I'm Kevin Price. You're listening to the nationally syndicated Price of Business show. I'm really excited. Uh, we've had uh, Jim Hancock as a regular commentary uh, provider here on the Price of Business show for quite some time. He's incredibly savvy in the technology space. And uh, recently he has uh, uh, begun to join us to do actual interviews on a regular basis about his research and work in the technology space. He's a leading authority in this, in this space. His website, by the way, is jlhancock.com. That's jlhancock.com. He's an author. Uh, he's an author of uh, primarily uh, novels, in fact, uh, that deal a lot with uh, issues that relate to technology and national security and a lot of these issues. And during his time in the military, Jim worked away in the dark, dark corners of the government intelligence communities. He learned two Asian languages and eventually conducted over 100 combat operations with special operations forces in Iraq, Afghanistan, and the Philippines. And so he has a fascinating background. Um, love having him on the program. Love doing this work with him. And, again, you can learn more about him at jlhancock.com. Always love having J.L. Hancock on the program. Really uh, one of those people we get a lot of feedback on uh, uh, immediately after and even in between segments uh, because he brings so much information and, and things that aren't being done, frankly, on, another, on, on other radio programs. And so we love having him on. His website is jlhancock.com, as mentioned. So always good to have uh, hacking AI will be the new domain of cyber security. Obviously, that's what I'll just set the stage with that. Obviously, I think a lot of people have been curious about this. Yeah, so one thing that to keep in mind is that there, the traditional types of cyber vulnerabilities that people are dealing with, whether it comes to social engineering or people trying to um, send malware or whatever it is, those all, all continue to exist, but AI creates a new area in which there are both vulnerabilities in AI as well as there are vulnerabilities, uh, potential um, uh, threat vectors for AI to be used against different types of cyber systems. But the one that I think is extremely interesting comes down to the actual foundation of AI itself, what's called the, the neural network model. And I'm not going to get really specific about this, but I just want to help, I just want people to understand exactly what that really means. And, um, when you create an AI system, you create, you have, first of all, you need a lot of data. And when you create a lot of, you take a lot of that data, and then you do what's called annotation, where you say, okay, I see this as a person in this video. And then you have somebody constantly click and say, person, 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 right? And they identify that that individual, and they create a statistical model. And then that model, which really is the neural network, is what is then applied inside of the system to identify um, persons like facial recognition or whatever. I'm using one example of AI in this. Now, something that recent studies, going back to 2021, and these are uh, reports that have been posted by the IEEE and different, um, different types of uh, reports, they found that um, inside of that neural network that I just mentioned, inside of that model, they have a lot of data, they have a lot of information that is basically black boxed. They don't truly understand what's happening inside of it. But researchers have discovered that you can literally um, place malware hidden inside of that model that is undetectable to virtually all antivirus software. 
And the reason why is because they can't really, they don't really understand how the model, how the neural network really works. So therefore, they can't understand what a deviation within that system looks like. And so with just a slight variance of code buried within the neural network, you can hide a lot of different things. They're finding up to about 39 megabytes worth of, diff, of, of data inside of there, inside of those neural networks that is completely usable for whatever you need. And that is actually a lot of, a, a lot of space to hide different types of malware. And what that really means is you can both uh, use that as a means of taking advantage and gaining access to other systems. You can do what's called poisoning the model where the model suddenly starts degrading in its performance. So let's say you had a system that does surveillance over a city to detect people's faces, and then suddenly it's detecting a 50% capability. Well, that's, and that, could, that sort of thing could happen because of the fact that someone or somehow they have manipulated the original model or the new models that are being created, whether it be that process that I talked about where you annotate the images, have been manipulated. And then suddenly you're finding yourself in a situation in which the AI isn't producing the way that it's supposed to. And because it's a black box, people don't know where to solve it and find the problem. So what they do is they create a new model and then push that new model out. But they, it could be have that exact same process where it's been tainted inside of it. And so the future when it comes to AI now is not just a matter of being concerned about large language models, being able to create new types of viruses. It's, it's, that is another aspect of it. But another aspect is they have to be concerned about actually placing malware inside of the AI so that it can be exploited. And we've got to find new ways of even understanding it. Yeah, that's incredible. And uh, what a rapidly changing environment. Yeah, it, it's, 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 it, it, there's the large language model um, systems like ChatGPT have changed the way that we look at AI in general. Also, though, it has created so many different ways in which they can, they can be taken advantage of. What we found recently, whether it be through the recent CrowdStrike Global Threat Report, is you're seeing malware in general, the, the traditional form of malware is kind of on the decline, but the cloud access, in access to people's cloud information and infrastructure attacks are what are increasing. And technically, if you look at that, then that's where all the data comes from to train these models. And if you poison that data, you actually can create an efficient neural network models. And you have, now you have um, everything falling apart from the top to bottom when it comes to AI. And so security on every level is, is now running into issues. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm, I'm assuming, you know, the, the, the big challenge always has been, right, uh, keeping ahead of the change. That's a challenge for uh, cybersecurity companies. It seems like uh, with the advent of uh, the changes in AI, it's now moving at a breakneck pace, really like a J-curve to changes. Yeah, it's, gonna, it, it's interesting because you're going to have – it's going to go back and forth, which is the thing I find exciting is you're going to both have – because every time you find a vulnerability, you'll find a way to co compete against it, and then eventually the AI is going to be fighting AI to solve these different problems. Um, and so you're, it, it really requires us to have a much better understanding. And this is something I've advocated for a long time is when it comes to AI is we really, really need to understand how these neural networks work. You really need to understand what's going inside yeah. of it because the output of it is contingent upon what, how that neural network works. And if you don't really get it, then you can have either poor results on one end or you can have you can actually have this a threat actually integrated into the a malware integrated into the neural network, and now you're actually not creating results you expected, and um, 
these are things that we really have to do a lot more research on to understand so that we can we have a better and a much more healthy understanding of the situation. Yeah, no question about it. Fascinating conversation as always, and uh, it's it's fascinating. You know, to hear it, it sounds very ominous, right? It's almost like Terminator. <laughs> Eventually, we'll have we'll have technology, uh, embedding technology. I mean, and <laughs> you know, but uh, it, it's real. It's, it's real, and uh, it's an exciting time, certainly from an industry perspective. I'm sure for someone like you who's been watching this for years. Um, even someone like you with your depth and breadth of experience and background have to be a little bit in awe of what you're witnessing. It's exciting. It's exciting finally seeing something that you've been watching come to fruition. Um, it's been, because, I mean, once again, I've been tracking this for about a decade, and it, it's, it's, it's very interesting to watch it play out. Also play out in a way that uh, it's interesting watching people gra- latch on to aspects of the narrative in ways that are unproductive. And um, after years of years of trying to educate them, they're still latching onto parts that are ineffective towards the actual problem. And yeah. um, really getting rid of it is where we need to go. Trying to, kind of hard to teach old dogs new tricks. Question about it. Uh, J.L. Hancock, always love having him on the show. Give your website one more time as we wrap it up. Yeah, jlhancock.com. You can find out more about the tech I talk about as well as my most recent book. Yeah, you need to check out his most recent book. I am Kevin Price. This is The Price of Business. Stay tuned for more after this.